Hi, guys. Welcome back to Enlightened and Annoyed with Alice Saltzman. Website is Atta with Alice, A-T-H-A with Alice.com. Atta translates to right here, right now, right here, right now. How do we grow what's in our hearts? How do we release expectations, attachments? How do we serve our purpose, keeping in mind serving may not be pleasing to others? I want to speak to you about last week's podcast that revolved around the vaccine and how much backlash I got due to the fact that I spoke my truth about myself not being vaccinated. Some phone calls I got were really uh, negative. Friends saying, how could you do this? Um, shocked that you're educated, you're not a Republican, you're not a Trump supporter, you're not some, you know, yo-ho idiot from the South. I mean, I had friends saying such terrible things about people who weren't vaccinated. And I thought to myself, this is not always true. I am not vaccinated because I don't want to put these certain things into my body. And I don't believe that everybody who's not vaccinated may be uneducated or just a religious freak nut and or or you know uneducated or a Republican. I have a million Republican friends who have double vaccinated with boosters. So it's not just one thing or another. I just wanted to give you some information about last week how many people were displeased and shocked by the fact that I spoke my truth. But I don't know if it was Martin Luther King who said, when we're silenced, we start to die. Somebody famous said that. Once we're silenced, we start to die. Um, I, I want to let you know that I have spent my whole life trying to please others, tiptoeing around, always wanting to make everybody else happy, not to make any waves. So this week, I'm going to speak from my heart. And... I'm going to speak a little bit th about the heart chakra. The heart chakra, anahata, means unstruck, unhit, open, joy, lump, love, warmth, compassion, joy, caring, self-love, kindness, respect, releasing expectations, releasing attachments. Another word for releasing attachments is dispassionate, compassion, understanding. It's called viragium in Sanskrit. It's being um, able to understand but and um, passionate without being attached to the outcome. So the heart chakra is green, which is my favorite color, by the way. It's harmony with nature, feeling nothing negative. The air is the element. It's the crescent moon. And the seed sound is lam, to love. So in our heart, how do we know what we feel really passionate about? When we were little, maybe we wanted to be something when we were little. And maybe grown-ups or teachers told you, you can't be that. You're not that talented. You're not that smart. And when I was little, I wanted to be an actress. I'd put shows on and do all these things. And my parents were like, really, get a degree. Just get a degree. You, you, you know, blah, blah, blah. So, all right. I still dabbled and still play in the acting field. But I got the degrees. I got the degrees, my bachelor's and master's in social work, and did it a number of years. And was like, I don't want to do this. 
So again, it didn't hurt. It was a stepping stone into where I am today. It's part of my story, part of how I got to where I am. So getting back to the heart, remaining present and open, focused and getting to know who we are in our story. Who are we now? Now, ata, right here, right now. Accepting things as they are. My spiritual growth. How did I get here? My story now well, I had many, many jobs from working as a clown to a good humor lady, becoming a social worker, working in restaurants, then owning a cafe, and then being so exhausted that I decided I'm going to become a yoga teacher. Yoga teacher, through my yoga, decided I'm into stories, mythology. And, and all this time, oh, still doing my acting thing. How did I get to here? So... When I was a social worker, I was serving uh, and not always pleasing. Like a therapist, we listen, we reflect, and then direct. So are we here to become a leader or an expert in what that understanding and passion is? So I became a social worker, still wanting to become an actress. My energy, my emotion, creating uh, a container for my story. So that's part of my story. So serving without pleasing. I believe every single one of us is here to serve in one capacity or another. How will we serve? This may take practice. We may make mistakes to become the master of our own practice. We, we may make mistakes in, in, figuring out what our passion is. You know, the, we may make mistakes in figuring out our exact gift to serve. So it's our skill. Why? Why is this so important to me? How did I get to this place right here, right now, where I'm sitting speaking to you in a podcast about what I'm so passionate about? Caring for ourselves, to make the change in ourselves, even if we feel discomfort. Yogananda, uh, Paramahansa Yogananda says, you know, our trials are not here to hurt us, but to make us stronger, if you will. So, you know, whether, what do we feel discomfort in? It may be our health, our job, our employment, our relationships, our homes, environments, giving ourselves the space to heal, make mistakes, be dispassionate, not attached to the outcome. Is it easy to heal? from serious illness? Is it easy to heal from a shitty relationship? Is it easy to heal from being really, really sick and having to take one little baby step at a time, maybe making shitloads of mistakes, maybe having to be really in a great deal of pain before we get to the, you know, the healing treats of it? We have to we have to do so much work in order to, to, to get there. So getting back to the color green, it's about freshness, safety, compassion, ability to transform, fresh growth, eternal nature. It's, the chakra is also a 12-petaled lotus. And the lotus represents pulling ourselves out of the muck and the mud and becoming a beautiful flower. So how do we step into spirit, our passion for seeing ourselves as whole? As I'm learning about in functional nutrition, we must sleep and have relaxation, 
again, sleep is non-negotiable, guys. I don't know who does not want to sleep and get a good night's rest. Relaxation, whatever you do to relax, whether it's laying in a park, taking a walk in a park, yoga, meditation, find something, even if it's sitting down reading a really good, juicy novel. Exercise, movement, the body needs to move. Exercise helps us to release endorphins. We need nutrition and hydration. I speak about it all the time. Organic fruits and vegetables, or even any fruits and vegetables, even if they're non-organic. Drinking enough water, releasing stress and having the resilience to release stress, to, you know, to make sure that we have an outlet to release stress, stress, relationships and networks. If you have a relationship that's toxic, friends who are toxic, I don't care, networks, we have to have people in our lives who are going to support what, what we believe in, whether they believe in it or not, that they support our dreams, that they support the work that we're doing. Being truly honest with ourselves instead of pointing the finger. Why are we doing what we do? Well, I'm doing this because I believe I have something to share with you, something I'm passionate about. Maybe I become an agent of change. Maybe I'm a leader. Maybe I'm a teacher. Maybe I'm an activist. What will we leave behind? So passion means to suffer, to make a sacrifice. Why am I doing this without being attached to the outcome? Sometimes we have to get it wrong before we get it right. We have to make mistakes. What inspires us? What's our story? You know, again, like I said, when I was little, I wanted to be an actress and I wasn't successful at it, but maybe this is my way of getting across my point, getting back to the heart. So my father, he died of a heart attack. He lived, he loved, he laughed, he did so much. He lived for the day. He ate a shitty diet and didn't care even though the doctor was like, dude, you're going to drop dead of a heart attack. He ended up dropping dead of a heart attack and his last meal was like Burger King, a double Whopper and like a fries and a, a Diet Coke and then a hot apple pie. Did he do what he wanted? He did what he wanted, but he did he do everything he wanted to do in this life? Did he have any regrets I often wonder if he had any regrets after he died that he conquered everything he wanted to do in this life. So what are our key interests to thrive? What's at the root? What's at the root of all that we do? Like going back to when we were little, trusting our guidance, our deeper wisdom, our inner knowing. What did we know when we were little? Without knowing all of the book nonsense, what did we feel when we were little that we wanted to do? Um, you know, what did we, what did we want to do in this life that empowered, that empowered us when we were little? I loved to make believe when I was little. I remember like telling everybody I went to Disneyland and my parents were like, you never went to Disneyland. I'm like, yeah, well, I still, I'm, I'm there. I went, I went. I'm like, I made it so that I believed I was there. I made up a story. What, what is the work, the work between the work that makes long-term change to transform? There are no quick results, guys. You can't just immediately lose 20 pounds without going on a diet and doing some exercise, without changing your diet and doing some movement. You know, we have to think differently. We have to imagine that if we're, if we're going to be healthy, we can achieve anything we set out with, with, within reason, but this takes change and transformation. We have to become an agent of healthy, happy, kind, caring change. 
transforming lower chakras, ego-based. So let's get back to the chakra again. So the heart chakra, it, it's the fourth chakra. The lower three are ego-based. So it's the lower portion of a six-pointed star. So a triangle pointing down. The upper chakras, the ones that are above the heart, are the ones that are based in spirit, moving to spirit, seeing what's beyond right in front of us. The heart basically connects the lower and the upper chakras. I want to read to you uh, a, a monologue from a play called um, The Way of All Fish. It was a, a mini play in a play called Power Plays in the 90s. Um, and it had Elaine May and Alan Arkin. But this particular play had Elaine May, it was one of the short plays, and Jeannie Berlin. And Jeannie Berlin was talking about how she wanted to become someone special. And she said in her monologue, I'm going to read the monologue, anyone can be, and I know how. You know how? You can kill someone famous. Of course, it has to be someone really famous, and people have to be convinced that you're not part of a conspiracy. And meeting someone famous isn't so easy. When I was younger, that's all I thought about. Who can I kill who's famous, and how can I meet him? Probably I should have been thinking, how can I meet who's famous, and how can I kill him? But I was just a kid. I thought of killing the president, but everyone who tries to kill the president is such a slug. I mean, I made a list of successful presidential assassins who still had some kind of stature. You know who there is? Booth. Because he killed Lincoln. And where are you going to find another Lincoln? And I don't know. It just seems like such a failure of imagination to go to the president. Kill someone famous? Kill the president? Duh. Of course, Jack the Ripper is still famous, and he just killed a lot of totally unknown prostitutes. But that may be because no one knows who he really is. And Charlie Manson is still famous, and he just killed a starlet and some hairdressers. But who knows if he'll stand the test of time. I mean, you can easily kill someone and just be overlooked, unless you kill a lot of people or kill a few people, but in a really ghastly way. But it would have to be so ghastly. I mean... If there was another way, but I can't write a novel, I can't become a movie star, and I can't invent a vaccine because I have no talent. Not that talent is any guarantee of fame, but with talent, I'd have a shot at it, an honest shot, and I'd have taken it. I didn't want an easy way out. I didn't want to resort to murder, but fame is fame. The important thing to me is not to just pass through, to leave a mark, to change the world, to have people's consciousness enlarged to include me. It wasn't for material gain. I didn't want to get rich. I wasn't going to live well for my crime. If I got caught, I'd probably be electrocuted. So in a way, I would have been sacrificing my life for immortality, just like an artist or a scientist does. I would have been driven to kill, not for the reward, but because there was nothing else I could do to fulfill myself. The same reason an artist creates, my curse has always been that I'm a special person with no special ability. I read that because since I'm a little girl, I wanted to do something special. I wasn't sure if I wanted to be famous, but I wanted to somehow leave a mark. Now, transforming myself 
from being something that maybe I wasn't when I was younger. This is part of my story. Transforming myself from something that maybe I was afraid to speak up about, maybe I was afraid to let out who I truly am, what's deep inside my heart, to develop into the person I am today. Leaving my mark by sharing with you what I think can possibly be helpful. What are you passionate about? What's in your heart? What do you believe that you have to share with the world? What do you want to get out there? What empowers you? What's your plan? We can't just jump into it. We can't just do it. We need to develop it to move to spirit. We have to think differently. If we are healthy, we can achieve anything we set out within reason. With that being said, you've been listening to Enlightened and Annoyed with Alice Saltzman. Website is atawithalice.com. Thanks for listening. Bye for now.